episode 37 of the Sci-Fi Generation podcast is presented by Plume, P-L-U-M-E, Adaptive Wi-Fi. Welcome back to the Sci-Fi Generation podcast. This is Daryl. And this is Margo. What's up? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We are talking to you and you and you and all of you in the back. We are recording this live from Club Quarantine or Quarantina, the Cantina Quarantina. We are still... We're still quarantined. Okay, so we are... Coronavirus. Okay, yeah, so welcome back. This is episode 37. Yeah. We are going to give you a brief update on the coronavirus. We are also recording the show regularly like we usually do, except we're doing Facebook Live, because why not? Right. It's we're quarantined. I mean... Ain't nothing else to do. But I mean, you're right. Right. I mean, there there is a list of stuff to do. Because after a while, you run out of things to do. It's either, you you know, you, you, you... you just indulge in your vices. That's the thing. That's right? the list. That's the stuff to do. I'm good with that. That's what I've been doing anyway. Speaking of which, I got to make my drink sing. Yes. But anyway, we'll uh, yeah. So uh, first, we would like to um, give our condolences to everyone who has lost a loved one during this virus. We are very uh, sorry for your loss. This is a lot. And we know that is a lot. And so we don't want to uh, jump into the show without, we know there are people in our family and on our timelines and probably there's a huge ripple effect, I'm sure. So Throughout um, our listenership yeah. and leadership, we know that. Um, and so... For anyone who has lost someone mm-hmm. and um, or is just out of your peripheral, we know that we're in a really tough season right now. So we just want to like give you our condolences and send our love and tell you that we are thinking about you guys. Yep. So. So there is that. And uh, yeah, because we usually don't start out, you know, too, you know, I like to get that kind of housekeeping out of the way, but like I want people to feel acknowledged. That's true. And our last two shows have been coronavirus related. Yeah. I mean, how can it not? You know, like it's just everybody is talking about it. It's a major topic. It's a major, major topic. I think there's a difference in the way that um, this quarantine situation has gone for people who are normally inside right and for folks who are you know would normally are more outgoing right that's sort of our dynamic right like so sort of sort of it's sort of so because i know that i mislead people to believe that i'm like like i'm very extroverted but i'm extroverted when i am in extroverted situations do you know what i mean yeah because like largely like i like being by myself like i like being alone i like lounging in my bedroom i like reading writing i I like doing all that stuff so i understand that i give the very outgoing and because when i'm at the party i'm all in (laughs) when i'm at an event i'm all in right but that's a lot of energy and so i'm doing okay i think the biggest thing that i miss is like brunch and like things like that, like okay. going out to brunch, you know, going out to meet our friends for drinks. So I miss like that. And I miss like, as weird as it sounds, like I kind of miss my coworkers. Okay. You know, we're a very collaborative group. I like, um, you know, we're working from home and that's not, you're nice, but you don't really know. <laughs> you're okay. But like, you don't really know like what I, you, you know what I do, but like you don't, I can't collaborate with you. We work in different 
at four different companies. Right. Except for this one. Right, right. And then um, we do different things. We do different things. Like, I'm an analyst and a market, like an A-B testing analyst. We're both in marketing. We're both in marketing. Well, I'm kind of out of it now, a little bit, kind of, sort of. Me too. Anyway, they don't care about that. Right. But, um, so anyway, so yeah, so that's been it. Um, what's been, so let's talk about COVID real quick and then we'll jump into what let's we always up, talk. Let's right? catch let's up, right? Let's start from yeah. that. Okay. Um, for those of you who are new, that's pretty much what our deal is. So it's science, science fiction. Right. And then at the end, we're going to go back to science with the top three articles from sci-fi generation. Yeah. And what's been happening because of the COVID-19 um, is that we, we, we usually don't talk about that kind of stuff until like the end of the show. Right. But like lately we've been kind of talking about it at the beginning of the show. So right. just to kind of like knock it out. And then last episode, it was the show. Yeah. Last episode was. So basically just a, a quick catch up. Cause you all know, you all watching the news just like we are. Um, uh, so what's changed since our last, since our last show, New York city is, uh, now, we know now that the New York city is a hot spot, And we also know some new information that we've gotten is that is hitting, uh, black, uh, and Latino communities the hardest. Yeah. Uh, we also have decided, I think collectively that we're going to be listening to governor Cuomo <laughs> instead of the person who is currently sleeping and, um, squatting at the white house so we are uh we i think collectively we decided to like listen to governor cuomo um that has been a, uh what is the other thing that you added you added some notes here they're kind of lengthy i think that the number one thing well it's not the number one thing but there before between the last show and this one who gets covid19 that understanding has changed right? right so we went from we have to protect our seniors we got to look out for the older people to a moment in time now that has exposed some huge holes in the American healthcare system. Yeah. Um, three states, at least now, have data that show that black folks are getting hit by this disease and hit hard. So, right, right like the pre-existing conditions that are being thrown around are conditions that make any virus that would hit the general population a mega virus right. in those communities. Right. So here's what's driving me nuts, right? So a lot of people are asking, like, why black people are getting it harder. And I think I think that there's a lot of variables to that, mm -hmm. right? So there are a lot of variables yeah. to why black people are getting hit harder. Um, I think that you're kind of, I don't know, kind of late to the conversation if you're kind of asking why. <laughs> But I know people are still learning. And so, like, at the end of the day, I would advise you to kind of... Um, you know, take some time to catch up on the disparities of black uh, and marginalized communities because the, 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 the bottom line to it is we are always in a state of, um, I, I won't say emergency, but we are always in a state of um, some level of crisis in our communities when it comes to things like child care and food deserts. And even when we leave our communities, we're dealt with issues like... Um, You know, um, we, we deal with issues like um, uh, redlining and loans that are uh, predatory. And so um, when something like this hits, when it's a crisis, then it hits us harder. And so I think that um, for people who are asking, you know, hey, what's going on in the black community that this is hitting them harder? I think that's a, that's a really long, nuanced conversation. It's just a lot. Yeah. I think it's interesting that, like, Governor Cuomo is now the voice of reason. <laughs> That's like the most <laughs> New York thing ever, right? I know like, New York is like, we're taking over. Right. It, yeah. And why they're taking over is like, this is so bad right. that we're going to show you how yeah. to fix it. How to fix it. Yeah. 
sad. Transit system's next, I'm sure. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, and I know I said I don't want to talk about it anymore, but I think the other thing, too, <laughs> that's the Margo experience. This is the most Baptist preacher shit that you do. I'm going to let y'all go in just a second. Right. But before I, I but before go. I, before I do. Um, but no, I think that um, also, you know, in the beginning, we joked a lot about, you know, how black people don't get it. And I can't help but to wonder if on some level we did ourselves a big disservice by joking about that. Because while those of us who are advocates for science and things like that, I think we knew that we were joking. But I also think that there are a lot of people who believed that. And so I wonder if we lost precious time by joking about it. No, I mean, I I, I don't think we did. Okay. I don't think we did because the, the reason why I don't think we lost precious time is because... <laughs> We're not exactly a priority in the healthcare system. Yeah. So for saying. us to, it was almost like a coping mechanism, right? Or just like, oh, black people can't get it. So was it a coping mechanism, or was it was it it was it fear? Because I think that even the fear and a coping. Well, mechanism, you're coping with what, right? You're coping yeah. with the trauma. Yeah. Right, and that trauma and impact in this but case was lose, a virus. But did we lose time where we could have been spreading the news about it? in a more serious manner. I guess that's what I wonder. You may be tapping into a political conversation because okay. there is someone's job that it was to gotcha. talk to the people at large yeah. about how serious this was. Gotcha. Okay, will we ever get back to normal? I hope not because I think I like the fact that some of these middle managers are being forced to uh, tap into the work-at-home culture in a way that they weren't before. Some of them, um, I know where I work, there were, not my manager, my manager's pretty easygoing because, you know, he they, knows um, what he's they, doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of managers that, like, did not want their staff working from home and not just in, um, in my company but in a lot of other companies because they didn't know how, they were micromanagers. They didn't know how to... Um, deal with people right? right or they didn't want to tap into the technology or they thought they were missing something yeah. right and while i do think that i do miss some of the collaboration i think that the nine to five five days a week work schedule is going to is totally challenged now and i hope that that never gets back to normal i hope that managers themselves have found um benefit in them staying home you know i also think that um us staying home we've been seeing pictures of the fog you know, in different cities, how that's declining. So I think that, I hope things don't go back to normal because then we can reduce our carbon footprint, which is killing the planet. Mm -hmm. So I think that there are some things coming out of this that I hope we never, ever, ever go back to. So um, those are just two. Those are just two. So, all right, so that's it. So we're going to move on. All right. Um, that's true. Do you want to take your break now? Because you guys, usually during this time, we take a break. So right, we'll take a break. Space. For our right now, everybody we know is either working from home, on video conference calls, streaming movies and TV shows longer, playing games online longer, or in some cases, broadcasting entire shows from home. This means a lot of stress on your home Wi-Fi. We've all had the experience of having a dead zone in your house or apartment where the Wi-Fi was weak or always dropping. When it happened to us, we thought that increasing our speed and bandwidth was the solution. And it helped. But nothing like when we plugged in Plume's 
Pods. Plume is a cloud-based software company that continues to adapt and evolve to you. They offer services like Wi-Fi and network security, seamlessly integrate with your existing network, and it's a subscription service, so you always get their latest improvements at no additional cost. As an adaptive Wi-Fi solution, it supercharged our broadband. There was an immediate decline in video calls dropping. No more dead zones in our home at all. Streaming speeds have increased and no more buffering messages. That alone makes it worth subscribing. But Plume is more than that. It's a suite of smart home services, network security, Wi-Fi that's always up, and now motion detection that you control. Now, in order to provide some relief during this time, they're offering two years of membership for 50% off. So instead of paying $99 a year, get all of this and whatever else they come up with and pay $49 a year for two years. Visit plume.com slash sci-fi gen and your exclusive discount of 50% will be applied at checkout. That's plume.com slash s-c-i-f-i-g-e-n. Hi, I'm Amine. Sometimes starting a conversation with a friend about mental health can feel awkward, but your support can make a huge difference. You know your friends best, so if you feel like something's wrong, trust your instinct and reach out. Learn how to start the conversation at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. back we are back thanks for uh rejoining us there you go thank you to our sponsors we appreciate you guys we love you yep we do absolutely all right um so in this segment of the show for those of you who are new um we uh we suggest stuff that we're watching but this time we've expanded a little bit so what we've expanded is we'll just start from the top there are three things that i'm watching now that i'm kind of hooked on that I totally recommend. <laughs> that he's watching, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, one is Tales from the Loop. There is, it is a series on Amazon that just launched last week. Um, there's an artist that, if you follow us on Instagram, named Silent, Simon Stalinog. Simon Stalinog is a sci-fi artist that combines, like, photorealism uh, and, and, like, regular scenes and like fields and highways and abandoned streets and stuff like that with like really big abstract science fiction things like spaceships Mm -hmm. or crashed ufos or Mm -hmm. satellites and things like that Mm -hmm. so tales from the loop is a series based on that visual style yeah right so it's a bunch of episodes um from directors and the focus is create a story and a narrative around this look yeah it is one of the most beautiful things I've seen in sci-fi He's, recently. I mean, he is highly talented. And for those of you who don't know, if you go to our website, we have an entire art gallery mm-hmm. of some pretty, pretty, pretty amazing art. Uh, so, yeah, if you get a chance, just go to sci-fi-generation.com. Check out the art gallery. Uh, will they be able to find this artist there? Simon Stalinon? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think we have, Stalinon. like, a library now. Yes, yeah. it is the it is the it is the number one. That art is the number one reason why folks are uh, following us on uh, Instagram. Yeah, he's so great. He's great. Turned into a bit of a, uh, a gallery. A gallery, so, yeah. Tales from the Loop is the number one thing that I recommend. 
Beyond that, Altered Carbon Season 2. So if you watch season, so Tales from the Loop is on Amazon. Altered, Altered Carbon Season 2 is on Netflix. Um, and this is, as it sounds in the title, the second season of a sci-fi series. I haven't series. made it past the first one. I'm, not, I'm still on the first season. How far did you get in the first season? Like, I feel halfway. A, I, I feel attacked. No, no, I'm saying. No, it, I feel attacked. Here's why this is an important I question. I feel attacked. If you haven't watched the second because half. Because you know that I that have, I have issues finishing full seasons of things. We are on the second season. You got to. Go um, on, go on. Tell the people. So if you haven't seen the second, if you haven't seen the first um, half of Or if Ultra you haven't Carbon, finished it, because some of us just haven't finished it. You you don't need to in order to start the second season. Okay. It's its own self-contained series. All right. Um, and, and the first episode catches you up. Okay. Like if you haven't watched any of the first season, the first, se the first episode of the second season completely catches you yeah, up. Yeah, but I have to finish what I start. Anyway, uh, Westworld. Westworld. I don't know why I was surprised at how mm -hmm. good this was going to be. Mm. If you watch the end of season two, you would think that that would be the end of the series. And it wasn't. It is not. Okay. It ends one style of the series. So the premise of Westworld is the Delos Corporation has created this this, this theme park mm -hmm. for rich people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you can totally live out fantasies. Um, and, for, and the most popular of it is Westworld. Mm -hmm. And it's based on a movie from the 70s. Um, and of the same title. Okay. At the end of season two, and I don't mind spoiling this for some of you, mm -hmm. it is a bloody mess. Right, right. But not before Jeffrey Wright gives incredible performances. Uh, uh, the cast is incredible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The point of, of telling you all that is, mm -hmm. out of the ashes of a complete meltdown mm -hmm. comes one of the best cyberpunk sci-fi series I've seen ever. Oh, you had me at cyberpunk. It is an amazing vision of the future. Oh, wow. Where these synthetic life forms, and it sounds like a review of Picard, but it's, it's really these synthetic life forms are fighting for their own existence. Mm -hmm. um, and it's fascinating because people like Tessa Thompson are delivering incredible performances. Mm. You expect it from Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. But you don't expect it, I don't think, in this context from people like Thandie Newton. Well, who are just kind of? I, I expect she's pretty good. E everyone I mean, brings their A game to Westworld season okay, three. Okay. Um, and right now, where you kind of have time and you're not super distracted by, yeah. well, I got to go to this, I got to go to that. If you are looking to get into a sci-fi series mm -hmm. that's a little bit deeper, so you've mm -hmm. done the Star Wars stuff, and I'll talk about some family things in a minute. Um, this is a great series to get into. Okay. I can't recommend it highly enough because I was. Honestly, you were shocked. Okay. It's, cool. it's that good. All right. Cool. Now, and, if you are right, I was watching about to say, what, with your family, okay. Westworld is not the show for you okay. while the kids are out. That so what's nice. some good stuff for us to watch with the kiddies? Um, Next Gen is a series on Netflix that I have watched with my own granddaughter and know that it, it passes the test. Yes, because she's quite she's quite the highbrow. She is a discerning person who told us that episode four was kind of dragging. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Right. We're the Space Wars. Right. What's going on? Right. This says Star Wars and they're in the desert. This is right. what's cracking. Right. Um, so Next Gen on Netflix. Highly recommended. Um and then, speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars The Clone Wars mm -hmm. is back on Disney Plus with their final season. Oh, okay. This is a really good uh, part of where they are right now. Is up to episode eight mm -hmm. in this final season. Uh, and they bring back a character named Ahsoka Tano. Okay. Who was introduced earlier in the series and then we haven't seen it for years. 
there's a really good arc right now with the Martez sisters. Okay. Um, that are that's really really good. So okay. you can bring kids who are interested in Star Wars and Clone Wars final season is really good. Okay, cool. Then there's a really old obscure sci-fi movie called The Black Hole. What's that about? This isn't. It's it's literally about a black hole. Is a ship like on the outside of a, a, a just a spatial anomaly? Like where is it? Black hole in space. You know, I where have a you question. keep the black holes. Are all black holes in space? So far. How do we know that there's not a black hole like in the ocean? We don't. Well, we don't because okay. you, you, no one could come out to tell you. Okay. Right. Because yeah. of the, in, the immense gravity. All right. Just asking, asking for some people. Then you know. Asking yeah. for me and a few aliens. And a few, or the folks in Neo Tokyo. Okay. Um, but the black hole, spaceships, cute little robots, big, uh, big sweeping score. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black hole on Disney Plus also. All right. But it's old, so brace yourself. That sounds good. It's not like Forbidden Planet old, but it's. It's pretty old. It's pretty old. I want to skip to another section. It I don't is. I want to do the next section. I want to talk about e. I want to talk about games. Okay, well then let's talk let's about go, games. Yeah, let's talk about games. Um, this is a good week to talk about games. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah. first of all, how was the Sony stock doing during all this? Sixty-one bucks last time I checked. Right. Um, not that I'm obsessed. Um, and it's a and 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 it's a good time for that because folks are home. Right. Playstations. Okay. Xbox has a new uh, console coming. PlayStation's new console is coming, and we have a date for it, right? So if it's coming this holiday season, mm-hmm. um, if you have a PS4, um, good on you, but mm-hmm. you're about to have some obsolete tech. Okay. Um, so Sony's, I think, going to do fine. I think they're going to come out of this coronavirus quarantine culture fine. I think that they're going to have Yeah, the but same- are the PlayStation selling? The PlayStations are selling relatively well, but okay. remember, Sony's an interesting company, right? Right. Because the PlayStations, if all they did was PlayStations, mm-hmm. they'd be a really successful company. But okay. because they're also trying to run a movie studio right. and other stuff, it's difficult. You think they're going to buy the movie theaters? Sony? They were already in the movie theater No, no, business. I said, oh. And they got out. Oh, I didn't it's know It's a that. rough business. Um, mm-hmm. The Lowe's, I think the Lowe's theaters were Sony or something. Oh. Some, one of those chains. Okay, so what's going on with gaming? So... Everyone this week has been looking for their drop, mm-hmm. um, and that's like a key that you can download to mm-hmm. try um, Riot Games' new game, Valorant. Mm-hmm. Valorant. That's the first thing I tripped over today, and it was the name of the game. Valorant? Yes. It's a multiplayer first-person shooter that's like Overwatch meets Counter-Strike or like Call of Duty. Okay. So you can play it as a team, but everybody's got their perspective, got their own perspective okay. of the shooter. Um, so it's sci-fi-ish, okay. In that there are force fields and that kind of thing. What makes it sci-fi-ish? Well, the force, the force fields, fields and the kind of weapons and the, you okay. know just the kind of. Does it take place in story. space? No, it's on. You're pretty much on the ground. Is it in the future? The shooter, I think so. Okay. I'm brand new to the game. All right, so then it, like then I will else. allow it to pass the sci-fi test. Oh, it definitely does. I think it, it's it's one of those games that plays that that plays on the edge. Okay. Um, but like Overwatch is definitely on the sci-fi edge. Okay. Uh, you yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's doing well. Well, it's just starting. Okay. We're all just gonna find out, okay. just like how much. And so I think that sci-fi people are gonna get into it and see where they want to go. But while we're home, mm-hmm. and if you just ordered like a console or something like that to kind of get into it, 
and you're looking to get a big sci-fi fix, um, now's a great time to get into some older games um, that I would totally suggest. Um, Control is a game that's like a book, mm -hmm. right? Where you have to go through it and it, it, it's, it's really, really good. One of the best streamers, one of my favorite people who streams that game mm -hmm. is N.K. Jemison. Oh, really? Love to watch her play uh, Control. But Control oh, okay. is its own thing. Like, you don't really need the, the community. N.K. Jemison is one of my favorite um, sci-fi sci writers. By the way, for those of you who don't know her, fabulous, 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 fabulous fantasy writer. And you should or know. sci-fi generation. Yeah, mm -hmm. sci-fi. I love her. Yep. Um, I'm about to start her next book. I, I was supposed to start it when I thought I was going to have a commute. The city? Yeah. yeah. Now I don't have a commute right now, so I have to like skip, like carve out some time in the middle of my day to like actually focus on her. Sorry, I'm trying to No, it's all totally good. so weird. <laughs> Um, so Control was actually my pick for best game of 2019. So that's, a, how, oh, 2019. 2019. Oh, uh, okay. I'm about to say, how are you going to make a call for 2020 already? I mean, we can make the call for movies, really. We can go, we can, it's a wrap for the movie year of 2020. So it anyway. Is. It is. It is. Um, it is. But also, uh, other games I would totally recommend are games like The Outer cool. Worlds. Yeah. And Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Cool. 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 So in terms of gaming, this is a good, good time. I think so. I think so. Here's my favorite part. Uh-oh. This is this is your third favorite part of the show so far. I like doing the <laughs> you show. Just, I think you just like the show. I do. Yeah, I do. Shouldn't I like the show? I ate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so this is a part of the show where we do the top three articles on Sci-Fi Generation. If you haven't already, you can go to visit SciFiGeneration.com. Mm -hmm. That is our website. That is a website where you find all manner of amazing science articles. Yes. And so there's a lot of coronavirus information there taken from scientists around the world. And uh, yeah, so you can go there. Pretty cool stuff. Like I said, there's an art gallery there. Pretty cool. So. Um, you would think, based on last week's show, or right. not 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 last week's, but yeah, the last, last show, show we did, yeah, that all three of our top three articles last show were coronavirus mm -hmm. uh, articles. What are they now? Um, not so much. What are they? Let's start from number three. The title of the of of the of the third most popular article on SciFiGeneration.com right now is as follows. Worldwide scientific collaboration unveils genetic architecture of gray map. That means. What the hell? Do people even know what that means? Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> yes. This is a global collaboration study, but was published from people right here at the University of North Carolina. Nice. So folks know okay. locally right. what this is. Number that was number three. That was number three. Number Worldwide two. scientific collaboration unveils genetic architecture of gray map. Okay. There's show notes, and there's always a link to show notes. Okay. Um, number two. Device brings silicon computing power to brain research and prosthetics. Oh, that's exciting. Just as simple. This is, you know, we're not doing softballs. Right, right. That's exciting. So we're one, close step, close, we're one step closer, closer to, to the, technology. the technology. There's a movie called The Final Cut with Robin right. Williams. Right. Where he edits the story of your life. Yep. Right? I love that. That movie I like. And it because you have this chip, right, yep. that you get when you're a baby, and yep. it records, like, everything that goes on. Yeah. Um, so we're actually one step closer to that. Yeah. 
Um, researchers at Stanford University have developed a new device for connecting the brain directly to silicon-based technologies, essentially right. chips. Right, so brain-machine interface devices already exist, right. right? Like you can connect your brain to record things, and, right. uh, and we, we're doing that, and are used for prosthetics. The prosthetic application is really interesting because you have situations where when you lose a limb, mm -hmm. right, you have to train your muscles and, and stuff like that to um, to operate right. your prosthetics. Right. This actually, this technology can actually control that remotely. Yeah. So it's just like you never lost anything. Yeah, I saw a review on that the other day, a show on that, something on that the other day, and it was pretty cool. This is the kind of stuff that if you un if you look at the application of it, it's right. really, really exciting. But if you just look at it as brain control. It's... And it's showing, you, you put in the notes here that it might happen in six months or ten years from now, but mm, I'd say about five years. Yeah. I'll say about five years about the same amount of time it'll be to find well, a vaccine sorry. no to oh, find okay. a vaccine yeah 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 okay, but same amount of time to find a vaccine and the number one number one the number one most popular story on sci-fi generation.com is is finally something related to coronavirus okay it is entitled what will the world be like after coronavirus Four, Four possible, possible futures. futures. So Simon Mayer, mm -hmm. Mayer. He, mm -hmm. he's a research fellow at the Ecological Economics at the University of Surrey. Surrey. Mm -hmm. And it's the kind of article that is the reason you come to sci-fi generation. It really com. is. It's a great read that combines the real world analysis with futuristic perspectives on what happens when all of this will be over. Mm -hmm. So... When will it be over? Well, traditionally, it takes five years to find a, uh, or to, to uh, create a vaccine mm -hmm. for these types of things. It, it, they're saying that it might be six months, maybe? Six I mean, six, months. I mean 18 six months, 18, 16, yeah. 18 months. Mm -hmm. um, that's a generous, uh, that's very generous. And so I think that we are definitely going to be adjusting our lives around the seasons of coronavirus and yes. we will not find a cure for it but we will find ways to deal with it yeah over the next well you're just looking for a years. treatment at this point to COVID-19 a treatment of COVID-19 <laughs> right if we can find a cure to coronavirus we're good right like, but we, I don't think that's gonna I just right. just realistically just based on how science and all of this works like I don't see it happening for at least another two years so we're just gonna have to figure out the new normal is what I think and uh, and that article I think is really good at um at taking certain trends that are happening now, like the work from home that we mentioned a moment ago. Right. And kind of laying that out over four years, uh, over four to five years, and what does this look like right. on a regular basis? How exactly. does this impact uh, businesses? How does this impact medicine? How does this impact um, our lives? Right. Forward? So, we're almost done with the show. We are almost done. We're almost done. With this episode. With this episode. <laughs> Um, we have a mental health part that we injected for, uh, Corona, I mean, for COVID-19, mm -hmm. for our quarantine, mm -hmm. and basically it's a check-in with our listeners to see how everyone is doing. Mm -hmm. So we hope that you guys are doing okay. Um, some of the things that I have read and, um, that I've researched that people are doing, uh, one of the top things that people are doing is meditation. Mm. People have, uh, reconnected 
to meditational practices just because, you know, I think people realize that they are in a extraordinarily different time. I know that I've increased my meditation practices more and that's been really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, yoga has increased a great deal. Yoga apps, yoga videos have seen larger hits. So people are really focusing on mindfulness and, and total care. Uh, people are focusing on their immune systems. So uh, people are trying to eat more vegetables, exercise when they when they can, or maybe not like me, because <laughs> I came in with the best of intentions and then yikes. But um, but but yeah, so like definitely eating more vegetables, drinking more teas that'll re- that'll that'll help boost your immune system. Um, the elderberry club is definitely on fl- <laughs> definitely <real>. lit. <laughs> yeah, elderberry mob is so the real. Elderberry mob, they like we told you mm-hmm. sipping on their tea, things like that. So just keep in mind, you know, a lot of us um, are in a place now where we are. I read a really, really, really good article by a woman named uh, Desiree Cooper, shared it on my Facebook page. And she is, uh, she wrote an article titled, In the Midst of a Pandemic, Some Are Taking a Sigh of Relief. And essentially, she's mentioning how being forced to slow down has allowed people, particularly Black women, um, the opportunity to uh, physically and mentally rest and to slow down. So I thought that was a really good article. It's a different perspective on what's going on. It kind of ties into that. I hope that things don't go completely back to normal because I think that working from home, um, managers being more liberal and understanding with work-life balance, I, I hope that this creates a... Um, uh, a different level of lifestyle for yeah, the, for so. the planet going forward. Yeah. Um, um, I read a, um, something the other day where someone's living with a roommate and a roommate keeps having people coming back and forth or whatever. So just in terms of mental health, um, if you, um, just in terms of your mental health, just guard it and safeguard it as much as possible. It, I know in some situations it'll be difficult to do. Um, you know, deep breathing for me has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like been practicing deep, mindful, full of lung, deep diaphragm breathing for about a year and a half now, and it has changed everything for me. Um, I I've made no secret that I suffer from anxiety at times. Um, I've um been through depressions. And I can tell you that out of the things that I've done, the deep breathing, along with yoga, but particularly just the deep, practicing the deep breathing through meditation has been so helpful for me. Um, I know that, um, I think you can see the difference in me a little bit. Like when I feel myself going into a place um, of anxiety, just that, um, you know, taking that time to take that deep breath has just been so helpful. So that's just one small, tiny thing you can practice if you're, you know, um, quarantining with people that maybe you don't don't have the best relationship with, right. but you're like there and you like have to. So, but yeah, uh, I think that's it. That's it for episode thirty-seven. Yeah. Of the show. Yeah. And y'all have been with us for about an hour. I'm not sure if the end show is going to be an hour. No, we have to definitely edit. Yeah, we have to definitely edit. 
Florida. <laughs> Some of us, and, and here's what I'm saying. To, to, a, to many people, and I do acknowledge, to many people, the self-quarantine part of this Virgo moment, is new. Living with a Virgo. <laughs> is new. For, for others, 